All right, and welcome back to the show. We. Oh, I thought you wanted me to crack it first, and then you. I don't know. Go go ahead and crack it because no, I wasn't gonna cut that out. Why? <laughs> there we go. Now we have an audio signal for us to clip the video. So, if anybody saw the first YouTube video that we have done, um, while well, since recording, it is on YouTube. Um, but we are also incredibly washed out looking because it's the first time we had ever done it. We had the light above us turned up way too high. Now. I hope it turns out good because we looked at the, you know, how it looks in the camera app. Looks good. Looks fine from, you know, the iPhone. But we're definitely podcasting in the dark. Yeah, it's so much darker than I expected to need <laughs> to turn down the light. Uh, but also, if you think about it, most times when I see, like, podcast hosts working, very rarely do I see them with well-lit studio setups. Like, well, actually, yes. Right? The One of the ones I'm watching right now, The Yard. They uh, previously were filming in their attic and have now moved to a different spot. And I think it's even darker. Right. <laughs> Which is wild. Which does not make it seem, you know, it doesn't look bad to do it. Yeah, I think. It. I mean. And every yeah, ASMR. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking at. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Speaking of talking. <laughs> pull my pot. No. <laughs> uh, he had trapped my microphone cord under his computer. Welcome to episode 95. <laughs> yep, and I apologize if you hear the mic hitting my laptop. I'm just trying to get this whole Rube Goldberg experiment lined up properly. Um, so we've got more news this week, and we don't have a movie this week, but we are going to do our best of the year breakdown. Some might have said this would have been a good one to do last time. They would be correct. They, we forgot. They would have an opinion that is probably better than ours. Fuck. That's yeah, my water bottle. Oh. Also, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to fuzz that out because uh, YouTube takes you out of the... I just learned this today. YouTube takes you out of the algorithm for swearing in the first five minutes. That's five minutes. We should just start over then. Nah. It's only been two minutes. We should start over. Yeah, but I can delete that little audio bite. Well, uh, you got to delete all this too. Nah. This stays in, because oh. that'll be a fun fact for people to know. I mean, I think I've brought it up at one point before, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's easy. In, the easiest way to edit the audio is to kind of do in-mass editing, just do sweeping changes based on the first five minutes anyway. So okay. I, this is what I listen to anyway. All right. Uh, but what else do we have? Oh, yeah. Anybody want to help us make theme music? Because I want a theme song. Now that probably, we get video, yeah, we probably should have done a theme song before video. Yeah. We should probably just go on Fiverr. What's Fiverr? Oh, it's an app where you pay someone five bucks and they do something for you. You can ask them to make you a little jingle. And if you pay, you can pay whatever you want, but it's at least five bucks. Hence Fiverr. Uh, and we find someone like, hey, five bucks, give us a jingle. It might be just dog shit. But it'll be a jingle. It's a jingle. Um... All right, or we can find some copyright free stuff. If I, anybody wants yeah. to DM DM us, we'll pay five dollars. <laughs> that is not like just blanket open. Send us something. We'll give you five dollars, like a little bit of a sample, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> because I don't want to be on the hook for thirty people sending me DMs and going, "Where's my five dollars?" Yeah, that wouldn't be great. <laughs> well, we'd have a backlog of fingles at that point. Fan jingles. Fan jingles. Ooh, I like fan jingles. I, I stole that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, from somebody. <laughs> yeah. But it's still fun. Thingle. It would be. Sounds actually, bad. <laughs> Sounds dirty. 
oops, <laughs> the newest crime. I got fingled by that man over there. Oh, no. <laughs> now, making a verb is worse. <laughs> making it a verb is so much worse. It's the, uh, it's the finger blasting uh, fake commercial. <laughs> was it Whitest Kids You Know? Who, who did that? Uh, it was a sketch comedy group. Yes, I think it was Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah, it had to be. Uh, who we covered the member who passed away yeah, last year. Last year. Yeah. Last summer. That was not a highlight of last year. No, it was a low, was a low light. light for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, we, we can get more into, you know. We should have done an in-memoriam as well. Because no. a lot of people got got last year. Yeah. I don't know if we need to do that. We already hit a lot of dark things. I was going to say we could do Jared Leto's career after Morbius. Mm, that could have been. <laughs> in our, that could still be in our worst for the year. Um. Let's see. We, so we've got a lot of news. We're coming uh, off the Super Bowl. Yes. There's a lot of uh, the hits keep oh, coming. Which, right quick, uh-huh. enough people. So I was looking at the Google Trends. Uh, me and my girlfriend were watching the Super Bowl. And uh, we looked. At, the first thing she asked me was, oh, is Rihanna pregnant? And I was like, I don't know if she's pregnant. I'll keep up with that kind of that part of entertainment, typically. Um and so we Googled it, and then I got to thinking, I was like, oh, check Google Trends, and 100% of America in all the states, the top search was, is Rihanna pregnant? But it was misspelled, which means that oh, everybody was like... Everyone's dumb. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, uh, is Rihanna a regnant? <laughs> <laughs> is Rihanna pregnante? Yeah. Uh, Prognatant. So, uh, that's also a great video. <laughs> it's people reading the... Uh, like Quora questions of how do I know if I'm pregnant? Oh, re- yeah. reading misspelled things as though they're reading dumbass people's questions mm-hmm. about being pregnant, which is a horrible thing to be dumb about. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- it was interesting to see that for a brief moment, everyone in America was united, which proves that we can do it again. Yeah. It's just mainly about idle curiosities. Yes. We need to weaponize it. Yes. Monetize it. Mm, I don't know which is probably worse. already is. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's monetizing that. Um, do you? So I guess we're already talking about the Super Bowl. Do you want to talk about any of the commercials? I the one thing I want to touch on with the commercials is they were the least memorable that they've been. Yeah. In as long as I can remember. Yeah, I'd pretty much forgotten most of them. Uh, the only one I had any slight idea of was because people kept complaining about it was the two B one where they. Ooh, tricked yeah. you into thinking you changed the channels like that. I the, never was tricked by that. The most I've seen is that that probably caused parents to yell at kids. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, kids were probably parents were probably like, "Timmy, why are you messing with the remote?" Maybe it's just me, but the resolution changed between the actual game and when they cut back for that commercial. It was worse resolution on the uh, commercial. Cut back to yeah on the commercial. Yeah, it cut back to the announcers. I was like, oh yeah, this isn't part of the actual game. I was not paying attention when it happened, That's and fair. I had to go look it back up. Mm, fair. The, Tubi also had a bunch of commercials with bunnies, and it. Josh and I were not fans oh, of those. The Tubi bunny one I thought was going to be an HBO Max commercial because there is a one of the early screens you see in the rabbit hole is Anthony Hopkins, and I thought it was from Westworld on HBO. Mm. Uh, but like. I won't say it's a good commercial because it was kind of unnerving and just weird. Yeah. But it accomplished because I, 
from the marketing perspective of I knew what they were trying to accomplish, I knew they were going with a down the rabbit hole streaming reference. Oh, did you just get it? Yeah, (laughs) I didn't get that. From that, it's a good market. It was a good marketing commercial, but Mm. it was somehow unnerving to watch a bunch of rabbits kidnap people. Yeah. So Josh likened it to the uh, clown attacks from like 2013 that's, or whatever. That's what it felt like or a little bit. 20, it, whatever year it was. I made a lot of Donnie Darko jokes yeah. while watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and clearly it wasn't that good because I didn't get it until now. <laughs> but I think it would be a better commercial if you saw like a rabbit and then like somebody followed it yeah. rather than aggressively being kidnapped and thrown down the hole. Yeah, maybe don't have people in rabbit costumes. Have an actual rabbit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but... That that was what they were going for, yes. Mm. No, it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. Uh, how about the Breaking Bad popcorners commercial? Here's a here's a suggestion: don't show the commercial before the Super Bowl, otherwise no one will give a shit about it because they showed it multiple times before the commercial or before the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. Neat. That um, also, and I'm probably in the minority here because I don't like Breaking Bad that much. I think it's fine. I think it's like objectively very good, but yeah. it is not my favorite. It's also many years past. That's what I was going to get at is we're still making Breaking Bad references and the show's been done five years now. If not Ish. more. I mean, they, they did the El Camino stuff, which was the Jesse movie semi recently, but not that recently. I won't say that was 2019. Um, that movie was 2019. Good memory. Bam. Memory. Wham, bam. Thank you, man. Um, any other com- commercials stand out to you? Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad ended in 2013. We are 10 years later still yeah. making Breaking Bad references. No, get out of here. Um, I can't believe that ended in 2013. That feels, it, it feels that, like. That feels right. When did I graduate college? No, that you was. You were like, started. You would have been. I would have been just starting college. Because yeah, I, I, it was, I was just starting. I thought Breaking Bad finished closer to my senior year. No. that I think that just goes to show you how much of a blur your college was. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Not not strictly wrong. Um, <laughs> I thought the electric vehicle ads were, some of them were kind of inventive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the M&M's one was dumb. I thought that was dumb as hell. I almost don't want to entertain anything to do with M&M's. Yeah. Until everything blows over and people just lo- quit losing their gourd. What do you mean? What? They, the M&M's have to faux fake an outrage so they can cover up uh, their terrible, terrible deeds as a parent company. Like Nestle getting sued for child labor mispractices. Yep. Oops. Yeah, I guess that that's a portion of it I want to cover. It's, yeah. I, I more don't want to cover the M&M spokesperson whole debacle. I think that... I think that's a that's a psyop. <laughs> you, I, it's not. Actually, I think it's a marketing strategy. Yeah, that, I think they're they're changing things right when shit hits the fan on some big legal case that they're in because it keeps happening right in like in line with them. Yeah, and you know what? That very well could be the case. They're paying Tucker Carlson to rant about the M and M's not being sexy anymore. <laughs> Wow, it's uh, 11 minutes in. I didn't think I'd be talking about sexy M&Ms, but here we are. Oh, man. Because it is, it is weird. Like, there is, like... Here's the problem is, I don't know, are people upset because the M&Ms are no longer sexy, or are they upset because things change? 
Yes. Is it like the Lola Bunny? I hope no one's worried about the Eminem's not being sexy anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Go to jail. (laughs) Go straight to horny jail if you thought they were sexy to begin with. Right. Um, It's not a Lola Lola Bunny thing. Lola Bunny was objectively attractive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's uh, that was younger Jake speaking. (laughs) Um. Oh man! Oh God Almighty! <laughs> look when when the new Space Jam thing came out, uh, all the memes. Of, I, look what they took away from you. <laughs> they were real to me. I one of my favorite like TikToks is it's like why why are people in their adulthood into goth girls and it's like da- oh! Danny Phantom, uh, Total Drama Island, Total and- Drama Island. What's the other? What are there were so many references. There were so in the many. TikTok. I mean, and I can't think of any of them. Even, even uh, Kim Possible, she go, she go. That was one. Damn. Um, Look, there's a lot out there. <laughs> they absolutely influence us as children. Oh, Raven, Teen Titans. There you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't man. blame us. <laughs> don't hate the player. We're hate the products game. of our upbringing. Um. Yeah, I think that was, was pretty much it for the Super Bowl ads. Really, that yep. gives you. I mean, We're there just was chemically balanced skeletons. Yeah. With... Electricity piloting us, exactly. And when we see Goth Girl, <laughs> not where I was kidding. going with that reference. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, the the other things that came from the Super Bowl were the movie ads, trailers, if you will. Yes. Some might say I couldn't think of the word trailer. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, was there something that I, I thought you were trying to give me something to pick up on mm-hmm. and riff with? No, no, just my. Uh, my Scarlet Rot brain, because mm-hmm. I've been playing too much Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, how close are you to... So, quick question. You yeah. sent me a snap last... So, we're currently racing to see who can finish Elden Ring first. Him for the seventh time, or me for the first. Yeah. Uh, and he pi- sent me a picture where he is now caught up to where I'm at. Yep. The difference being, I'm trying to beat one boss who's not required yep. to be beaten first. Are you also fighting Melania before... So, inside, yeah, inside baseball, because it's going to be hard for people that don't know Elden Ring, I beelined the shit out of that. If you look at uh, the map right now, it is a straight curve of, oh, I hit only the necessary ones. Oh, okay. So, I am, because I went in and I beat Radagon second try and did kind of well on Elden Beast. I was like, all right, we're going to put on pause and we're going to do some side quests. So... I guess, should a stipulation of this race be that you have to d- beat it in an ending that you have not yet beat it? I beat it in all the endings. Shit. Yep. <laughs> um, look, I haven't done anything to do the Melania quest, so I will do that now. So that's your added time bonus. That's my time bonus. Is that I have to also beat Melania, but you do too now. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. Cool. Because that gives me at least like one extra night. You've got you've got more time than that probably. I am woefully behind. I have done nothing of the sort. Oh really? I yeah. thought you just had to fight. Um, I've got to go pick up some other pieces. I think. Oh, the little shard thingies. Yep. I don't remember where they are. I think I do. But new game plus my... is gonna suck because it took me a year <laughs> to beat the game. Um, but for anybody who's interested in video games with deep lore where they really, really hand everything to you and really make sure you know what they're you're doing every step of the way, find a different game. <laughs> Elden Ring ain't it. <laughs> they <laughs> Look, you talk to enough people, you'll get the story. 
Yeah. You should have to really exhaust the, their dialogue. But the story is everyone's bad, everything's bad, and things used to be pretty decent at some point before they got worse. I think it's everything was good on the surface, but bad underneath, and has only gotten worse as time went on. It's your job to fix it. See, thing is, felt like day-to-day lives of general people like soldiers of Godric probably used to be better than they are now. Well, yeah, I mean... Because now they're just his arm. That that's fair. Also, uh, you know, people in Caled got nuked yes. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Probably lots of in, lots of innocent people, bystanders who just were farming and shit. Radon fought honorably, and his uh, cousin, the half step half sister, uh, just nuked his continent. Oops. Yep. Half step cousin. Yep. They related somehow. Two step cousin. Anyways, that's Elden Ring for you. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, trailers. Yes. We got some updated ones. We got Indiana Jones, number five, Dial of Destiny. They had some de-aged indie in there. Looked fine. Look, yeah. Looked fine. I'll need to see it in the movie itself. But, I, you know, I kind of think de-aging's getting a lot better. Yeah. Uh, Deep fakes are definitely up there now. Well, and the only time the de-aging looks bad that I've noticed is when you get an older actor to do something super physical. And, right. you, and, and the movement does it. Yeah, the movement yeah, yeah. doesn't look right. Like the Irishman, mm. terrible, terrible scene with that. Um, that makes sense why, like Mandalorian, end of season two, they had Luke hood down the entire time he's fighting. Yes. Yeah. And you, then at the end, they're like, ooh, we defect him. Hey, here he is. Mm hmm. Um, Otherwise, I, I think it looks fine. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. It, and it's mainly, I think Michael Giacano is doing the score. Um, okay. And he did Star Trek. Uh, yeah, double check me on that. But when I first saw the first trailer for this, and they had the indie theme, and they had the swell of the orchestra behind it on top of what was already there, I mean, I grew up, obviously not in the era of these movies coming out, but they were some of the first sci-fi, fantasy, adventure uh, movies that my dad showed me growing up, and so there's an incredible amount of nostalgia for them. Uh, John Williams, John Williams. Uh, recorded two hours of original score, at least 60 cues. Not Michael Giacano, but John Williams, also the a goat. flipping heavy hitter. Yeah, it cannot, cannot be overstated that you're still in good hands with him doing your score work. Oh, yeah. This has got to be some of the last stuff he's doing, though. He's got to be getting old. Oh, he definitely is old. I keep hearing he's retiring or this is the last thing he's doing. So this I don't know. When you're doing music, like Beethoven did that stuff deaf. Like you just kind of get hooked on it. Oh, for sure. But yeah, who knows? Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, Matt Mickelson, always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyd Holbrook, he keeps popping up in these uh, James Mangold movies and always good. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy in Logan with the robot I was about arm. to say. Yeah. He, he, oh, man, Logan. Have we reviewed Logan on the show? Yeah. Damn it. Way early. I we could probably it. come back to it. it yeah, I want to redo that one at some point. I really just want an excuse to rewatch Logan. <laughs> Fair enough. We should do an all-time X-Men best thing whenever, and break them all down. Yeah. Whenever they announce like, the next phase of X-Men stuff, that might be a good time to lead into it. Yeah. I'm in for that. Um. So, yeah, Indiana Jones 5 looks good. Uh, the Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers movie. Did you uh, watch the trailer? 
Yes. The little plumbing thing. I thought it was fun. I liked that. I, I liked uh, it because I am guarantee you it's something we're going to see in the movie, but it's not going to... We've had no parts of the movie spoiled for showing it. So apparently that song is from the Mario Brothers TV show. Oh, really? And the lady that's on there that like they're fixing her home was the voice of Princess Peach. Oh, really? So it's a bunch of deep hits. I love that. Yeah. I like when people do those deep cuts like that. Apparently, you can call the phone number as well, and it's uh, a recording of Charlie Day doing his Luigi voice, set, like just giving you details about the movie. Where it's like, oh yeah, we you know we're doing things. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it, Picasso. Uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yep. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be sad. I know it. That movie is going to smash my heart in a way that it has no business doing. Much like Endgame did, hmm. and much like Deadpool 2 did. <laughs> fair. Honestly, fair. Um, uh, Dave Bautista, Drax, I think is I'm trying to he's think. done. Break he's going to die. We had a movie mm-hmm. recently where we were like, yeah. that had no business making me feel the feels I felt. Mm. And I don't remember what it was. Well, um, we can pull it up fairly quickly. Was I was going to make a reference, but I, I, my brain couldn't chase it down fast enough. Son of a snitch. Um, scroll. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, I didn't put that in here. Oops. Yeah, that definitely that definitely hit hard. Mm-hmm. Did we ever go back and finish the Patreon recordings for that? No. All right. I don't think we ever started them. We are going to be doing that. That will be our first Patreon thing, and then we're going to do Vox Machina. Cool. <laughs> um. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast. The only thing notable about that is that they had a Porsche in the commercial, and it's the first time that Port, or not first time, but Porsche, you know, kind of ate their own words from a previous statement of, ooh, we think our brand is too good for Transformers. I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I it I looks get fun. unbelievably overexcited. I, as a kid who grew up as a car nut, giant robots are like something that need to happen in my lifetime or I'm not going to feel like I lived in the best time ever. Like, <laughs> I mean, go to Japan. I think they've got some, some mechs over there. Yeah, but I want... I mean, they're they're not like functional, functional, but... Yeah, I want to sure. fight in a Gundam one day before I die. Well, might be a little wrong line of business. <laughs> well, we went from 1996, no internet, to today, where Japan's got half-functional Gundam sculptures. Yeah. I think it could happen in our lifetime. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I sorry. I, I was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about, you know, what has caused a lot of the advancements in today's world, especially the internet. I think it's a uh, that's a Patreon that's a Patreon conversation. Yes. Not one for now. Uh yeah, that one's gonna be I've got a lot of ideas there too, and yeah. that's gonna be behind a paywall. <laughs> for the for the protection of our careers now that our faces are tied to these things. Absolutely. Um New trailers, the flash. I had, that's the this is the only one I haven't seen yet. You didn't watch it? I ran out of time and I forgot about it. Well, you did you you watched the Super Bowl though, right? Yeah, it was on then. I just I was out of the room. I never saw it. Well, I hate to tell you, it, it looks, looks good. good. <laughs> I, well, it so go, really going good. back to last week, I made the bold proclamation that the only reason they would keep it around is if it's too good to get rid of. Yeah, it looks really good. I, you know what? <laughs> Because anybody can wear the Flash suit. I am not going to find Ezra Miller to suddenly be 
a flash looking individual. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still fine if they re- replace Ezra mm-hmm. Miller. Uh, so I wanted to do well yeah. under the assumption that James Gunn can retcon a new person into the role. Yeah, almost certainly. You're right. Um, I don't hate the idea of Grant Gustin doing it. I don't think Grant Gustin wants to do it. I think he's done it for nine years. I think he's done. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I can't think of who else I'd want to play the character. No, I agree. I hope that Grant Gustin shows up in this movie because they included Ezra Miller oh, in their Boyd. big crossover. Huh? Boyd, the guy from Logan. Yeah, would make a good blonde Wally West. He could. Yeah. Wally West usually a redhead, but yeah, he not could. Wally West. Uh, Barry Allen. Barry sorry. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Who Maybe is typically blonde. I've only ever seen him be a villain. Who? Uh, oh, boy, boy. Hollybrook. Yeah. Yeah. Holbrook. Yeah. So that that would be a little getting used to, but otherwise, no, I can see it. Um, yeah, no. You need to you need to check it out. From what I've heard, no chance that we're seeing uh, Henry Cavill in this. Although there's a scene that I'm like, that looks like it could be like a weak Henry Cavill, maybe, but it's probably not. Right. Um, I don't think we're little, seeing George little, Clooney uh, in this. George Clooney. George Clooney Batman is not going to oh, show up in oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. There have been rumors that Christian Bale Batman might show up in this. I was thinking Pierce Brosnan from Black Adam. Mm, wow. That, yeah, no, that's not correct. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> they are both uh, salt and pepper, I guess. Yeah. But one's a little bit more uh, tanned and less British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't thinking George Clooney. No, I no, thought no, you no, were. No. I thought you were reaching for oh, no, a no, character no, yeah, yeah. from a recent DC movie. I gotcha. Yeah. I forgot that George Clooney ever played Batman. Yep. Was the problem. <laughs> As he would like everyone to. Yes. Bat um, nipples activate. Oops. The bat credit card as well. Uh, I mean, it's just can't be your time. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, those were the Tim Burton ones, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are Tim Burton. Um, Which, if you're talking about, like, comic accurate, kind of pretty good. Yeah, for not, the for what the comics were at the time. Oh, for sure, not as, terrible. Yeah, as comics have gotten more serious, they've gotten closer and closer to what the live actions currently look like. It is funny that like the one of the movies, the whole like premise is uh, there's a woman who is fighting to like save nature, Mother Earth, mm-hmm. and the movies having us root for the billionaire uh, playboy who has a lot of money. It's like, hmm. It was a different time. It is a different time. Social cues right now, not the same. Also, a lot of other things about that movie that I talk about behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm stealing jokes from other places as well. So, oops. All right. Um, um, but yeah, it looks really good. I am kind of excited for it. I'm pretty, yeah. I, you know what? We've always said we root for everything that comes out. For sure. If it makes its way to the screen, we want it to do well. Oh, yeah. Which, actually, I want to bring this up with you on air, mm. brings me to Dungeons & Dragons. Ah, yes. How should we land on that, do you think? Um. So Just, I have, yeah. I, I have heard that Hasbro wants it to do well, or someone wants it to do well, because there's some, like, activist investors that want to spin off uh, Wizards of the Coast D&D from Hasbro, because the only thing really making money. Mm-hmm. They want it to be its own separate thing, so they can then invest in it. And it not be weighed down by Hasbro. Hasbro wants it to do really well, so they can be like, "Look, under our direction, it made even more money. We launched a successful right. thing." Uh, I don't know. I really because there's people online that want to boycott it because they feel like Wizards of the Coast has so substantially wronged them with the OGL 1.2. And yeah, I wouldn't blame Wizards of the Coast for most of that. I would definitely. Blame I would blame Hasbro, Hasbro right? Yeah, 
And so I'd kind of, I'm kind of landing in the camp right now of there's so many people on set, so many people that go into making a movie. Yeah. Don't punish them. Oh, no. For Hasbro's mistakes. And I want more D&D movies. This looks really fun. It does look fun. And you know the comic complaint I'm seeing a lot of people make is, it doesn't look intense or bored and sort enough. I'm like, have you ever played D&D? <sighs> like, yeah, if anything, we need to kill off all the characters immediately and then have them come back as their name, Junior, or the brother of. <laughs> so uh, for people who might not know, Jake is our DM yeah. for a DMD game. We're coming back soon. Sunday, right? Not, I don't think not this Sunday. Do we tempt the OG? Wait, is it not this Sunday? I don't think it's this Sunday. I think oh. Kate had something. But uh, that's an off screen. <laughs> Do we add that to the channel? We could. Uh, we'd probably need to get everyone else's permission, but we could. I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, all righty. That might also spin off into a different channel because it might yeah. make more sense to divide that content. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because I also... But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, I also want to do some other experimental formats and... Yeah, I still got to show you how to work Twitch. Yes. And I think that might be a better place for those to go. That way, this HBR show is all pad- podcast. Right. Padcast material. Padcast. I went straight to Boston. <laughs> um, uh, Fast X also kind of looked good. <laughs> they can keep making these until I die or Vin Diesel does. And they will. <laughs> they they will always be. I To be fair, I have not seen Fast 9 yet, but I love this franchise. Oh, yeah. I haven't either. I know um, they went to space or something. Apparently, this one. Uh, ooh, who plays Aquaman? Uh, who was Cal Drogo? That actor. Oh, God. Why am I? Why can I think? Cool. Of I also liked. But that actor is the villain. He is the son of the bad guy from the fifth Fast and Furious movie. So what it is all about family in a sense. Uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Jesus. Momoa. Thank you. So it is uh, cool. That they're you know tying that in still. It's all kind of a contained ish story. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to them winning at the end of the day and making Jason Momoa one of their friends who also joins the crew and continues to make a lot a lot of money by yes. being in this franchise forever and ever Th- and ever. This franchise prints money. Oh yeah. The the Rock's not in it anymore just because he and Vin Diesel are like, we hate each other. Which this is hell. The Rock and Vin Diesel hate each other like tens of millions of dollars worth. I, I think at some point you get rich enough where you're like, I'm not going to put up with this bullshit where he has to hit me as many times as I hit him. And he has to win as many fights as I do or there can't be a winner and da, 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 da. You might. I don't We're think not I there would. yet. Yeah, I was going to say, we ain't there yet. I can't comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you guys want to join the Patreon, you can help yeah, us. Yeah, help there. us out. <laughs> At least pay for all this equipment. <laughs> yes, we are in the hole. Some might say. Oops. Um, that's it for trailers. That is. So we've got Super Bowl to be. Da, 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 da. The boys is oh, ending with season five. You know what? I'm. What are we on right now? Three. Three. They they're about to wrap filming of four. Four. Okay. If they haven't already wrapped as of time of release that gives us a lot of time for a lot of runway oh yeah so and they're gonna do spinoffs you you we're understand in... the general concept of the comics right you haven't read them though yeah no i know how i know how the comics go yeah so that like i can relatively see how we get there in two two full seasons yeah for sure 
And I think five seasons is short enough that we're not going to get the Game of Thrones effect where the actors are so ready to be done that, you know, it wilts. My guess is that... Especially now that you've given him a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Who plays Billy Butcher? Uh, Carl Urban. I think he might be a little done with it. I think he might be ready to move on just a smidge. Just the way the the last season ended and a early synopsis of the upcoming season didn't didn't have him really in it. Yeah. So I'm like, it feels like you're ready to move along on this. Which, fair. Mm -hmm. But also, Eric Kripke, uh, the author, writer. Yeah. Showrunner. Yeah. Oh, show. Yeah. Yeah, not the not the comic guy. Eric Kripke's the showrunner. Okay. Uh, I think he I, he did Supernatural. Yes. And his plan was five seasons, and that's it. Yep. Which is why it had such a at the end of the fifth season had such a final point. Yeah. In that show. I mean, even then there was a little bit of a cliffhanger, but it felt forced. <laughs> that was a cliffhanger that CW required. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. Um, leave it in there. We might keep. Putting zeros onto this check. Yeah, exactly. But, um, so I think he, I think he is a big fan of the five season stories for TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I trust him. Which I kind of like, and I get from his perspective too. He's probably ready to move on to his next project. Yeah, almost certainly. Point. Yeah. Which actors probably are too. You know, pick your poison. Everybody's probably done with it after they've been doing it for five years. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, look at the working world. True. <laughs> I think the statistic is most people, it's like six or seven years they move around, or five to seven, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Gen Z millennials are a little bit more frequent, but meh. Schmeep schmop. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, uh, let's see. We covered that. Velma season two. Um, that's why we don't hate watch. Don't hate watch it. Yeah. I haven't Bad. seen anything from it other than the clips online. Yeah. And they hurt my soul a little bit yeah. because I grew up on the Hanna-Barbera era of the cartoon, watching it on Boomerang. Uh, it is tough. And this is a far departure. Back to what we were talking about with the M&Ms, people just don't like change. I don't like change. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> like this change. This, uh, A lot of the stuff I've seen, because I also have not watched it and don't really want to support it, uh, a lot of the reviews and things I've seen have been like, it feels like it's written by someone who hates TV and also hates the source material. Mindy Park? No, uh, not Mindy Kaling. Kaling. Uh, she Mindy was... Mindy Park. Maybe oh, it's wait. One of her characters. Mind- huh? Mindy Kaling is the woman. Maybe one of her characters is Mindy Park. I think Mindy Park is the name of the scientist in the March or the satellite operator in the Martian who finds out that Mark's still alive. <laughs> You watched The Martian recently, didn't you? I've watched The Martian a lot. Oh, my gosh. Um, the uh, That's exactly who it is. So I think it's Charlie Grandy uh, is, is the main guy who basically was like, it feels like you don't like TV shows. I thought Mindy Kaling was a writer on it as well. Mindy Kaling and Charlie are, are very in, intertwined in this. Okay. But... In recent press outings, Mindy Kaling has distanced herself. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's getting shit on so much, and because Velma is a self-insert for her in general. Yeah. Oops. At the end of the day, it's just a bad show. Yeah. And it doesn't make itself... It doesn't do itself any favors by being overly political. It 
It starts bad and it makes itself worse. And also just being unfunny. <laughs> it's yeah. apparently not very funny. A lot of it's just meta humor that gets old after the first three jokes of it. Mm-hmm. Which I actually would love to see a new Scooby-Doo property come out and do be decent. For sure. Uh, but the best thing we've seen out of Scooby-Doo in years was the Supernatural crossover. That's true. Apparently Scoob wasn't terrible. Scoob was actually pretty decent. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but like... No, I agree. Big Hero 6 was the same idea with superpowers and did it better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you had the gang all here solving a mystery, fighting the bad guy. Like, it was basically a Scooby-Doo structured story that did a better job. Right. I just came up with that take on the spot, but I kind of feel like it's accurate. I like it. <laughs> it works. I'm sure that somebody could poke holes in that, but Man. don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Um. So, Alec Baldwin. I don't know if we covered this. We have not touched this yet. Okay, cool. But I did want to briefly go over it. I don't I don't have nearly enough information for us to go too in-depth unless you do. I, I have some information, but I don't know what you have, so hit us. All right. I've got the sentence. Alec Baldwin. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's pretty much. I, I was jogging on the okay, treadmill. And I it was do have news. more information. Yeah. Alec Baldwin got involuntary manslaughter charges due to the... It was Rust, correct? The name yeah, of the movie. Rust is the name of the movie. Uh, the shooting that happened at Rust where the armory had issues. We've covered this before in the past, yeah. so just to rehash. People on set... People who were members of the union had left the set previously uh, due to unsafe practices while shooting and... Well, filming, and then... Um, the new armor had previously stated that she was probably underprepared for this role, and it didn't help that some of the people that were on the crew had been out shooting the gun. Yes, as if like doing target practice or just after hours, doing. and it was gr- improperly green tagged, basically put back in the armory while loaded with real ammunition rather than unloaded. It, there were a million different steps from A to B that should the gun should have been rechecked multiple times, but. Alas, here we are. Yes. Apparently, it's about to resume filming in the spring, which will be interesting. Feels depending on rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. The crow came back. Yeah. That's sort of different, though, I feel like. Because that was the... And that's also tougher. Yeah. Because it was the main character. Yeah. Died it was on the set. lead actor, yeah. Uh, shit, what's his name? Uh... L- his son, Not, he's the son of a very famous of Bruce Lee, right? Yeah, Bruce Lee, yeah. Um, I am going to find this right quick. The Crow original actor, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, God. Bruce I, Lee's son is a quicker Google. <laughs> <laughs> but to each their own. I totally had the wrong name in my head too, and I knew I did. I'm glad oh, I didn't say it. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I got there first. Had the right last name now. There you go. Because <laughs> I can remember Bruce Lee at least. Um. Yeah. So it's it's tough because you know Alec Baldwin. I guess he has some. He's acting in the movie. I guess he has some producing credits as well. So they the family felt that there was grounds to sue him or or charge him. But it feels like a tough case. It feels incredibly like uh, negligent or something like that. But it'd be hard to pin it on one. Pin person. it on one person. 
you know, and unfortunately, it, I don't know enough. It, yeah. You know, I want to preface. We're not lawyers. Yeah, I want to preface this statement with, I don't know enough. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not Alec Baldwin's lawyer. I don't have any sort of mm. legal background. There were so many uh, failures to comply with safety standards that I feel that it's a little obvious to sue the richest possible I, entity. Yeah, I would say sue the production company, mm-hmm. sue everything about that for sure. But yeah. and you know, I, you know what I might get though is maybe it is Alec Baldwin's production company says so like you know what we're just gonna go straight to the horse. Exactly, and hey, maybe you sue Alec Baldwin just include them on it just in order to right. get the media coverage that will get this thing steam. Um, so like there's reasons that they could be doing it. It just personally, in my opinion, if I was Alec Baldwin, I would a, if I'm in any movie where firearms are involved, I'm taking firearm safety oh, courses boy, yeah. and B and what a lot of people don't realize is guns on set are actually real guns. They yeah. are just filled with blanks um b i'm checking and rechecking all my stuff myself regardless of whether it's handed to me with a green tag i do get how at the end of a long day of shooting after a bunch of takes you might like you might not things, check every time slip. yeah you need to though like absolutely that's, so like i mean look at the last of us the finger trigger discipline in that show is phenomenal mm-hmm. like it's almost kind of like stands out to a point of like, wow, yeah, they're really not putting their finger on the trigger unless they're in a fight. Yes. It's like, okay. Which is what you should do. It is. It's the right thing to do. But it really, it's not like they made a point of it, but it's like very noticeable. Mm-hmm. Huh. Be, be safe out there. Yep. Also, be- camera, I keep looking. We're, we've got the sound here. So if I'm looking that way, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's just, there's I'm ADD move- and it's a moving line. <laughs> It's drawing the eye. It does. Uh, so we've got video game news. I know we briefly touched on Hogwarts Legacy last time. Yeah. But to recap, people are boycotting it, but it also broke a record on Twitch. Yeah. Hey, Streisand effect. And hey, that old thing Ooh, with the internet. I like the Streisand effect reference. Absolutely. I don't bring that up, up enough anymore. It, uh, exactly. You need to Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it it is now the single most played, the most played single player game on Twitch or most viewed, whatever single player game. It people wanted to be armchair uh, activists. People were watching it twenty to one what they were watching Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Which was kind of for the long time the de facto thing to watch on Twitch. Oh, for sure. Um, as a side note, I saw a, a billboard. A physical billboard for Apex Legends on my drive home from work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one over there on 85, or on 285, right? It was on uh, 141, actually. Oh, really? They got one over there, too? Why? (laughs) Why is this on a billboard? Oh, here's what I'm guessing. Mobile, kids in backseats of cars. Oh, they do have a mobile announcement. I think it's ending this year, though. Oh, is it? I think they launched it last year in the... That's a this is a tangent, but I think they <laughs> launched a mobile game last year and they're killing it later this year. Wait, okay, keep talking. I'm gonna see. So if that's fun. It. But uh, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. People wanted to be slacktivists and be like, "Ooh, I'm better yeah, than you." May first, 2023. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, that's short lived. Yes, very short lived. I bet you it's bad. I mean, have you ever played Apex? No, it's I'm... difficult as a shooter. Like 
to the people who are really skillful at Apex, yeah. congrats to you. I have a tough time playing it. Um, you need a squad. You need to go in with a squad. It's hard doing that solos. Playing on mobile, I imagine, is really difficult. Oh, my God, yeah. Although with those backbones now, it, it probably is, you know. I haven't invested in one of those. And I'm you know thinking who has? about it. Who? Zhaosh. Oh, really? Yeah. It works pretty well. He's a mobile gamer? Well, no. It, so it streams the Xbox or the PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah. He gets an app that streams uh, it. Dude, I haven't even fixed the Joy-Cons on my Switch. That's fair. <laughs> um, but he'd be one to talk to about it. Yet I'm still looking at getting an Anoden. So anybody... Actually, we should do a thing on retro gaming. Yeah, like absolutely. the state of retro gaming today. Hey, guess what? Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Games come to Switch. Oh, yeah. That was on the news thing. But continue on with what you're saying. Oh, I was going to say, because there's like a whole community of retro handhelds and people who are making... Basically, the Steam Deck is like just the most above board version of what is kind of being... And everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe people are making handheld game consoles again. People never stopped. They just quit being quite so easy to use and made by individual manufacturers. Yeah. And if anything, the PSP was ahead of its time and then quit early. Yep. And then took a couple of years for the Switch and other things to come back out. Yep. To mainstream it. But background. Yeah. Things in China have been making a bunch of them. Well, and I have been utilizing yeah. one for a cup for a couple of years. Well, since the pandemic started, I ordered one and uh, used ROMs from games that I owned and copied them onto it so that I could play them in a more mobile medium. Uh, yes. And have been rebeating a bunch of things that I never had the chance to. Legally, Hypothetically. I think that's a joke. <laughs> I don't know if that stands up, but I would love for two because it makes sense. Yep. But no and, one's listening to this from Nintendo. No. And okay. if you are interested in getting to this sort of thing, I will not specify any websites, but there are multiple people out there dedicated to preserving video game history. Right. And so the archive for many of these, if your cartridge happens to be burned out, I think GOG, is accessible. Good Old Games is one of those places. I would not specify them verbally. and I might. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying they're necessarily a place where you get ROMs or anything okay. like that, but they're a place that's you know cataloging and doing stuff like that with old games. Oh, yeah, so they're yeah. always available. Mm-hmm. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, did you anyways. see the, like, the Super Game Boy, not Super Game Boy, but the very, very high-end Game Boy they made last year? I want to say not he, Not Nintendo, yes. but somebody basically remade the motherboards. No. <laughs> um... Let me see if I can't find this thing very quickly. It was. If you can hear the sirens through the microphones, yes. I don't think you can. But if you could, it's because we were talking about ROMs. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for us. Um, and I can't quickly find this. So we'll just move on to the next news item. Hey, um, how about that quantum computing? We're getting pretty close to that, apparently. Major breakthrough. Um, it's a little farther down, but yes, yeah. Uh, Sussex University team apparently like were able to accurately and incredibly quickly transfer a large amount of data from one quantum thing to another. Mm -hmm. I included a link in here because I am not fully versed in this, but I'm not going to open it either. I'm going to just go off cuff. All right. 
if that becomes a thing, shit's going to be real fast. Mm-hmm. Like, internet's going to be bam. But. I, you know what? This, you know how we, t- actually, was I talking about this with you? Where I said that, like, Moore's Law is kind of breaking down and we've kind of maxed out traditional architectures. I want to say yes. And I want to say we talked about it on here a long time ago. Um, Probably in the fall. So. Check we, November, October. <laughs> quantum, yeah, quantum computing is one of what is probably going to, like, we're so rudimentary with that in the same way we were rudimentary with, like, capacitors in, like, the early 2000s that I imagine the only way we progress incredibly rapidly now will be going from a traditional medium, like, you know, superconductors, capacitors. Again, I'm so far out of my depth that quantum computing is likely the next evolution and probably the next 20 years will kind of be commonplace in the way that me building this PC right here was com- is commonplace today. Yes. My theory. Now, I don't know if it'll be 20 years before quantum computing is like household usable, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know if household, but... Maybe, maybe. in 100, you know, like uh, at, some, at some point, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it has to do with like... Quantum stuff has to do with atoms being in one place... Or mm-hmm. two places at once because they're going so fast and moving all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's transferring data from those two locations using essentially a single node. Yeah, using like quantum tethering where it's yeah. like if A knows it, B already knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Well above our pay grade. <laughs> yep. I'm going to Reddit. Explain to me like I'm five again to relearn that answer. Fair. Uh, on to the less fun news. Yeah, probably the last thing before we jump into our you know, review of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, what the fuck's going on in Ohio? <laughs> dude, Jesus, right? Did you see there's another one? Yeah, no. So our uh, transportation infrastructure uh, feels a lot like the Backstreet Boys. They just stop coming and they don't <laughs> stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Isn't that uh, Smash Mouth? It is fudge. <laughs> God damn it. I'd been workshopping that on the car ride over here as well. I, st- I successfully uh, gaslit myself in the thing. It was Backstreet Boys. It's absolutely all-star. Or Smash Mouth. Whatever. Damn it. That's a bummer. I should not. Have, I should have just let you have it. No, that. I'm glad you got me because I'd been upset with myself. I listened back. Anyways. Um. Well, it keeps rolling, rolling until it does not. Yes. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, the current tour announcement for the Airborne Toxic event, but yes, you got to admit their so, marketing's real viral. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a train derailment in Ohio due to, from what I now understand, to be 1900s technology. Mm-hmm. Like not 1900s as in 1990s technologies, like 1900, no. like 1900. Yeah. Um, Still in use today. Yep. I imagine probably not the same component, but the same... Brakes, brakes essentially. Essentially, yeah. Or there's like... Yeah. 1900s engineering. In, uh, apparently... Deregulation surrounding the materials. Yeah. We... we the they'd, There'd been some lobbying in the past couple of years to be like, yeah, we know this would be safer, but it'd be a real pain if we had to do that. It costs money and it the costs extra money, hazmatic. And we're already spending a lot of money to lobby... That we don't do this. So, I know. have so many thoughts about this that I want to yell into the microphone behind a paywall. Yeah. But the point is, <laughs> the state of our transportation industry is 
bungled. I mean, look at the FAA. We've had multiple planes almost run into each other, and also recently a plane drive through a bus, like one of those transport buses, because the bus driver didn't care to pay attention. There's a plane coming. I'm sorry, what? I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, that happened over the weekend. So that's fun. And there have been a bunch of planes that have nearly hit each other. Uh, Some came within 100 feet of each other. This is why I drink until my brain turns off. Um, Yeah, wow, it's... It's crazy. The FAA might want to get someone to be like an overhead leader again because we haven't had a permanent fixture in a while. Mm-hmm. Could be part of the issue. How about Dave, um, friend of the show? Exactly. He's already working Marta. He's he's already he's got transport knowledge. He's working them over. Um, um, yeah, the the train stuff as well. We had another one in uh, in Arizona today. Maybe not today. Wait, I think it was today. Yeah. Well, it was a truck uh, that. No, th- this is Dallas, the truck that hit the train. No, that's a different thing. Jesus. I'm saying there's another, yeah, there's a truck that hit a train that had a spill, and today a truck capsized or like turned over and released some highly, highly, highly uh, caustic acids and like highly carcinogenic. The area was on a lockdown for like a mile, and then it was raised to three miles, and then it was told, hey, if you have your AC on, you should turn that off. Don't have any airflow into your house from outside. What are we doing? Yeah, it's real great. Uh, Ooh, this reminds me, we should watch Dante's Peak at some point. We should. Um, the the stuff in Ohio, though, is even better because we've only just contaminated the largest watershed in America. Yeah, so what does that mean for you and me? It doesn't mean oh, anything for us. Okay. Thankfully, it we're not going to be impacted. It doesn't make it that far downstream, does it? No, it is, it is the tip of Georgia and the tip of Alabama and the tip of Mississippi. All the way over to, you know, Indiana, the entirety of, like, Tennessee mm-hmm. and Kentucky. Uh, most of West Virginia, good bit of Pennsylvania, a lot of Ohio. I a mean. A little bit of Illinois. I honestly think you string the uh, lobbyists up by their ankles. Yeah, for uh, sure. At the same time, I will say the a lot of people are pointing to pictures of this big burn off of this horrible black cloud in the sky. Well, and that was done strategically to yes. lessen it. Essentially, it's taking a bad situation and trying to make it slightly less bad. Instead of actually nuking the area by having it get into the groundwater, mm-hmm. we've only just probably raised the chances of people getting cancer by like 50%. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not a figure. It's probably going to be bad in the long run, but not right. for the longest of runs. And it's still a livable area. So what I've listened to this afternoon is that the air quality, at the very least, I don't know. I can't speak to anything in the ground, anything, yeah. you know, any lingering traces that people will be as that ash falls that they'll be coming into contact with. Um, but the air quality itself is back to standardized numbers. And that's there been released go. by third party sources, government and the railroad. Hooray. Yeah, uh, vinyl chloride. A terrible, terrible thing. Yep. But used for PVC. But so it's in the water supply. And um, it's only just a little bit worse than Flint, Michigan. That's a joke. I don't know if that's true. It's a bad joke for everyone involved. So I need to replace my water filters, and I guarantee you I'm going to have some trouble ordering those on Amazon for a while. Maybe on Amazon, yes. Yeah. I don't know where else to get them. Ah, fair. Well, it might be all right. But this will push me to actually pulling the trigger on that. Definitely replace your water filters, though, if you you haven't. Honestly, people who have refrigerators with water filters, replace those. I know that you have not done it on time. Yep. I know that that light is blinking on every household's filter because the refrigerator companies make their money by making that thing 
costs 60 damn dollars. Yeah. Look, I'm guilty of it, too. I've got my Brita filter that's been blinking. Hey, probably change this. I'm like, yeah, you're fine. The ones for my sink are, uh, I think, $72. They're not cheap. Oof. But they they last six months. Well, that's, you know. Yeah. Like, small price to pay if you aggregate it over time, but it is like a pain in the ass when it comes due to change them. Oh, for sure. Also, if you have a drip coffee maker, replace that little charcoal filter in the bottom as well. Because I guarantee you, most people don't even know they've got one. There you go. PSAs from uh, HPR. Your, your coffee will taste better. And your coffee will taste better if you u- then use filtered water on a good filter and freshly grind it. Huh. Wow, it, the more you know. Mm-hmm. The more you... <laughs> These are uh, old diatribes. This is like the experiment. I've got ADD, and <laughs> it gives me the superpower of becoming incredibly knowledgeable at a base level on a lot of topics, coffee, cocktails. I want when we do experimental formats. I want to cover doing like the science behind some of these things. Kind of a how to drink type of thing, in a, in a sense, like yeah. oh, that you're going to do drinks. Yes, cool. More I'm here for it. more like educated barfly, who's like a more right. technical version of how to drink. I like it, Picasso. <laughs> um, all righty, that everything we wanted to cover on the cancer train. Yeah, that's. Wow, <laughs> that's fitting. But yes, I think that is everything I want to cover on the cancer train. <laughs> Oof. It's tough that that fits that well. Um, the only last bit of news, just because there's you know a few minutes left before we hit the hour mark. Uh, a lot of UFOs recently we've been shooting down. Oh my God, right? Well, yeah, a fun time. Really, the UFO news is kind of keeping a lot of people from talking about the train news. Uh, yeah. But the like excuses that we're getting for why they can't recover the remains of these UFOs is kind of getting hilarious. Oh, for sure. Uh, so like they were originally like, Oh, the water's choppy. And then say we vaporized them with the missile. Yeah. It right. hit and it vaporized it. Well, now it's like a part of the public record that they missed the first time, oh. but the missile that they used tracked heat signatures. And so whatever they were trying to hit had a heat signature, which mm. a weather balloon probably shouldn't have. You know, some F-22 pilot out there is now called balloon boy as his call sign. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I hope so. Uh, but they missed with basically a missile that costs as much as my condo uh, on the first try. Hit it on the second try. The Canadian government for their balloon is saying that they will never, they're telling the public, will never likely recover it because the search radius is 3,000 miles. I'm like. They asked us to do that too, didn't they? Yeah. We were, but, yeah. We but we're it. like, it can't be 3,000 miles. You can't have a 3,000 mile radius. That. That's 6,000-mile diameter. That's the whole continental U.S. We it, watched it fall. We had it on video. It <laughs> must have pulled a, uh, a team rocket and just... Yeah, right? Like, but And then they're like, oh, yeah, the lake that it fell into. I'm like, well, if you know the lake that it fell into, why is the search radius 3,000 miles? Like, there's just all these contradicting... I'm pretty sure it's discl- on the Lake Huron. Yes. But I heard the best pronunciation of that recently. Like... Huron. 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 Yeah, so the, but they're like, yeah, now it's too deep. The weather's too choppy. It was raining when it felt like the excuses just keep changing. We're never going to know. No. Um, And I guarantee you they've already collected the thing, but they're just like, let's keep the media quiet about it. Yeah. I think from what I've heard, we're seeing more of these or hearing more about them because the one Chinese spy balloon came across. 
and everyone opened up their, I guess not radius, but like their filters to be able to filter yes. those types of things as well. Yes, yes, yes. My guess is, conspiracy corner, uh, if it's not actually more Chinese balloons or whatever, uh, it's just regular weather balloons that we're hyping up to say, ooh, they came from China, probably, well, maybe. And so, we're just shooting down. That's why we're Chinese Chinese them. government says that it's related to a business that does this. Yeah, that's some bullshit. The Chinese government also is known to have a budget for using these exact balloons for tactical observation. So they might not be lying, but there's a lot of reason to believe they are. Yeah, there's definitely, yeah. I mean, China rapidly becoming the next Russia and needs to be becoming the next Russia in the American mind. I mean, I feel like they already were for a while now. It's been a slow burn. This is the quick buildup. I think a lot of people still don't... I think a lot of people still view internal struggles with the U.S. and go, I need to beat them, looking across the right. aisle, more than they go, we need to beat them. Yeah, no, the military-industrial inc- complex hasn't had a big war to fight in a while, and you know people are getting a little petered out on uh, Ukraine, so we're not going to send more stuff over there. We gotta have a new war. <laughs> Not where I was heading with oh, it. Oh, okay. I just meant more of like a unifying <laughs> mentality within the country. Well, it'll one get, of us is more cynical than the other. It'll get there eventually. Ah, uh, we're in the when we're in the foxholes together. We'll discuss this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into episode two hundred and fifty-two of the HBR show live from the foxholes. All right, you want to talk about cynical? My number wasn't that high. Well. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's jump into, we've made it to the hour mark, let's jump into recapping last year, and we're going to go with top five best, worst uh, movies, TV shows, Um, I think that's probably pretty solid. Yeah. Do you want, which category do you want to lead with? I want to end on a high note, we've kind of been Debbie Downers, let's start with the worst and go to the best. I like it. Uh, Tough one for me because I didn't already write it out in a tweet, that's in a draft. But uh, Morby is definitely on the low note. <laughs> is that your number one worst this year? Yeah, I think so. Wow, it's really hard to think about you know movies that you watched on the spot, even though I'd been thinking about them all day. I'm gonna say yes. That's it was just so garbage. That it's also my worst movie. It kind of redeems itself by being so bad that it kind of comes swings back around. Was Venom 2 last year? I don't think so. Was that 2021? Yeah. Um, We're going to find out real quick. Let there be Carnage. 2021. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if Venom twenty, if Venom 2 was 2021, that was going to be it. Um, I honestly, my worst movies list is going to be a lot tougher because I did kind of actively watch things that I wanted to watch last year. Yeah, for sure. Um. Babylon famously doing poorly. Have not seen it yet. Babylon uh, tangent is doing poorly because they didn't market it well. All I know oh. about that movie is that uh, Tobey Maguire has weird teeth, and that Margot Robbie fights a, a a snake. I also was thinking of Amsterdam when I said that. Oh, <laughs> which also is doing bad. Yeah, which, bummer because those two were like big ensemble casts, and I love to see ensemble cast movies do well. Um. 
We should not have started with work. Actually, you know what? This just goes to show that we are very positive people because I can't think of anything. Exactly. I mean, I, I would say I wasn't the biggest fan of the new Halloween movie. I don't know if it's a worst, but it's mid for sure. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, How about this is the worst worst and mid? Worst and mid? All right. Mid is in like, you know, it's probably a waste of time to go see it in theaters or to go out of your way to see it. Oh, what was that movie? Uh, Spiderhead. Netflix movie, Chris Hemsworth, where they were controlling people's emotions. Oh, did you just see it right here? Oh, it's in front of my computer too. <laughs> ah, cool. Uh, uh, I was trying to like describe it, but yeah, that, it had popped up on mine as well. Um, yeah, I had a chance to watch it. I saw it pop up on my Netflix. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll give it a watch. It was bad ex machina. Okay, got it. Uh, Black Adam is also in my mid list. Ooh, Black Adam is heavy in my mid list. That is. Oh, we got Jurassic World Dominion. I never saw it. I just heard it was bad because it focused on locusts instead of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So for that, it becomes the worst movie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's definitely my worst, though. Was Uncharted 2022? Yes. That's yes. that's going to be an upper-mid movie for me. I would agree. Upper-mid. It yeah. was enough fun that it's not mid-mid. Mm-hmm. Um, the Adam Project was there. Oh, up. Upper Adam mid. Project was really high on my list, oddly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we didn't see Moonfall. I watched Moonfall. I forgot oh. that was last year. Uh, you, how'd you like it? I enjoyed it. Okay. I liked it. I knew how, you would. I really enjoyed it. I knew you would. <laughs> I objectively know it was not good. I enjoyed I, the shit out I of it. I wanted to see it because I knew it was garbage. <laughs> and I just... It's. It was a lot of fun. Like, um, Nicolas Cage movie we watched with the animatronics. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. I want to say Poppy's Playhouse, but that's not the right thing. That's an actual game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, is that the one with that, like, the thing that looks like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Yes. Yeah. That looks horrifying. Um, getting into some of our better movies. You got any other bad movies? Um, maybe... Uh, not off the top of my head. I had one that popped up in my mind, and it's gone. Um, Gray Man also kind of mid. Oh, I loved Gray Man. I mean, I did too, but I've it's I really enjoyed it on watch. And as time's gone on, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really felt a desire and, to go back and watch it recently. Okay, I, 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 I get that. Yeah, it falls into like a James Bond category for me, where I'm excited. I like want the next one to be coming out. That's fair. Yeah, like I, I'm not. Itching, you know, maybe in six months or if I saw it on TV. The problem with some of these Netflix movies mm. is I don't have the nostalgia for them like I do with FX movies where they clip on TV and right. I just and like, oh, there get it is. sucked into a wormhole. Um, the Gray Man would be a peak one of those movies for me. Right. If it came on TV, I'd be wrapped into it. Fair. I, I mean, recently I decided to watch The Legend of Zorro over watching The Gray Man. Like the original one? No, the the Antonio Banderas one. Oh yeah, I forgot there was one before that one. Yeah, but it was uh yeah I enjoyed it. It was fun. That holds up. That tracks. That's up there. Top twenty. <laughs> Kidding. So we had a great year for movies. Yes. All in all. Yes. Uh, I'm just gonna rattle through a list of some that I really enjoyed. 
Top Gun Maverick, in no particular order. Uh, mm. Top Gun Maverick, The Menu, The Batman, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4, Bullet Train, Gray Man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, like picking a top five out of this list, I've got a distinct like one, and then it gets real tough to pick after that to me. How do you want to do this? You want to do your five, my five, or do you want to do let's do five, five, five four, 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 three, three, two, two, one, that one. one. Cool. Lead us off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I realized my list worked better as a tweet. Uh, my number five was God of War Ragnarok because <laughs> it's basically a movie. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> my honorable mention would be Top Gun Maverick because I forgot to watch it still. <laughs> I will give you my Paramount Plus login. Uh, I might need it. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Uh, my number five is going to be Bullet... Uh, the Batman. Okay. Why? Uh, Why? It was good, yeah, and I really liked it. The theater experience for it was not so good because that was the one where the lights were on and we yeah. were all sweating because they didn't turn on the AC. Mm. Um, so like having to go rewatch it, I just I never got a good first impression of it because I had when I went back and rewatched it, I knew the story beats, yeah, and my first pass through, I did. So I think it was more of a personal experience okay. with it. It's also it's good, but. I almost need to know more of where this Elseworld series is going to go, right? Before I make a real judgment, because it's like it's fine, but I mean, it was really, really good. But I need to see the world that kind of is built out of it. Does right. it make good on the promises it gave us? Well, you'll probably see more in twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that was the other thing, as I know, it's going to be a long time. Yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, my number four is the Batman. <laughs> So, right there with you. Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I just thought there were also there were some better ones yes. as well. And I also wanted we have to. I have to say this every time we critique a great movie is we're talking on an absolute scale of all of these are above nineties for us. Yeah. So everything's awesome, and it makes it very hard to compare. Everything on this list is best movie ever. Everything that we were talking about before in the mid to bad is worst movie ever. Yep. And we're sticking by that take. <laughs> yep. Um, my number four is going to be Bullet Train. Hmm. Fair. Fair. Which really enjoyed. Um, you know, the water bottle is the only detractor that I have really? for that whole movie. Wait, why? It just it breaks up the pacing. What it, do you mean? And it feels like it could be completely left out and it wouldn't change any. Like, you as the audience get the idea that it's the same water bottle the whole time. Right. Uh, I thought that was more of a funny. I th Yeah. I thought it was a funny yeah. gag, but like overall pacing of the movie, if you took it out, I think the movie works ever so slightly better. Maybe I felt it was good. It was a gag character in a sense. Yes. Cause it does oh, play, th that's a, it does play a crucial is. role. Yeah. In many scenes. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, personal opinion. Fair. You're wrong, but fair. <laughs> Entitled to my wrong opinions. Um, my number three is the menu. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. And maybe this is because I wrote this draft very recently after we'd watched the movie. But 
I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was fun. It poked fun at a lot of you know pretentiousness and also didn't take itself too too seriously. And it was funny. I laughed. So my number three <laughs> is the menu. Ah, <laughs> my, we're the same. My dad hated it. Really <laughs> he did he? Wow. Because he was like, in his big gripe, no matter how many different ways he articulated, it was pretty much. You'd never get me to sit there and be burned to death in that marshmallow outfit. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But I'm also like, it's a black comedy. Like, he also is the most into sci-fi movies of anybody I know besides me. Yeah. So I'm like, the amount of times we suspend our disbelief for a lot of things, but that's where you're drawing the line? I mean, if anything, but he, it's a human behavior versus... He wouldn't be the, one of the people that was invited there. The people that are invited there are a bunch of weak-willed, you know... And that was the exact vicious. argument I made, and he was like, maybe... Yeah. <laughs> but it was very funny. Fair. Because I was very excited for him to watch that movie. He was like, that might have been the worst thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. My per- Did you ever watch The Lobster? No. The one where they have to use a dating service if they don't successfully find somebody to date. They get turned into an animal. No. It's du- It's got Colin Farrell, what so you'd hate it. Tusk? Bullshit is this. Uh, As a side note, I've also realized I don't hate Colin Farrell if he has his normal accent. Because I watched The Gentleman and I enjoyed it. Oh, we need to redo The Gentleman. That was like yeah. the third episode. Um, but yeah, it it's a that's a terrible movie. My parents were like, it reminded us a lot of that. I was like, that's a sin on you guys for that one. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, my number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I forgot that one on my list. It's I don't think it'd be in my top five, but it made me. It I was like, I want to show this to my parents. I want to show this to everyone because everyone can learn and grow from this. It made me laugh, cry. I lost ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but where did you, I was about to say, where'd you lose the ten pounds from? Well, I had a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really enjoyed it though. Uh, it was it was wholesome. Uh, it was a it was an out of nowhere kind of knockout hit for me. Yeah, and I think that one punched so far above its weight class because the yeah. two directors were come from a background of doing music videos, which we talked about in our breakdown. Of, oh yeah, and had no business statistically making something that good. Something that good. Uh, so I could not be more impressed with how well they pulled that off. Um, What's your number two? My number two is going to be Spider Man No Way Home. I also forgot that that came out last year. But I know, me that too. was definitely good. I, um, yeah, that's just that's as good of a Marvel movie as come out since Endgame. It has all of the big beats. You kind of got to look the plot. You know, there's some plot holes in it, yeah. and some like, okay, how did we really get here? But rule of cool supersedes a lot of what goes on in that movie. A lot of the general consensus as well. Uh, with you know recent Phase Four stuff coming out and Ant Man and the Wasp early reviews coming out, is that the best movie of Phase Four is a movie that's not actually tied to the MCU in any way, shape, or form. In a sense, it's a Sony movie. It's it's oh it's Spider Man No Way Home yeah yeah, yeah. It, which is wild. I thought it's you like, were gonna say like Into the Spider Verse no. or something like something that might not have come oh, out no, yet. No, 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 no. Like I I'm not saying Marvel needs to look at Sony for inspiration. <laughs> no, but Please don't. But they, they need to look back at themselves in 2008. They, yeah. It, it's the... Um, they learned all the Is wrong... it Ninja? It's evolving just backwards? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, PewDiePie. PewDiePie, yeah, yeah. It's evolving just backwards. Yeah. No, we... Like, 
I think my favorite clip of that is people looking at Iron Man in 2008, the scene where he's shooting the missile at the tank. Right. And then they show Ironheart and have the Go-Go Power Rangers playing in the background. I couldn't not agree. wrong, though. Yeah, I couldn't agree more that we're backstepping and trying to use too much CGI. And in- too many quips. Have serious conversations and let them be serious. Everything doesn't have to be a joke. Everything had a lot of jokes back then, but there was a a serious undertone to a lot of it in the older movies. Look, in Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. quips a good bit. When Mm -hmm. he gets his little arc reactor pulled out of his chest by Obadiah Stane, he almost dies. It's very serious. You're not, there's no one saying like, you took my heart or whatever. Mm -hmm. if, If anything, it's saying then like a get wrecked. Well, and that was the thing is the contrast is what made the humor so good. Yeah. Now shifting into it's trying to moneyball and it's proving why money people will always appreciate things being a little bit more unique and a little bit more genuine. Fair. What's your number? My number one. Yep. I've been saying it since I saw it. It's uh it's bullet train. I was thinking that might be the case. Yeah. It's the most fun movie that I saw of twenty twenty two. And I'll stand by it with my dying breath. All right. I, I just really enjoyed it. All the humor hit for me. All the little surprise uh, cameos worked well. Um, I enjoyed the plot. It's very, you know, you can probably piece it together as you go along. But I, I really enjoyed it. Very fun time. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Nice. I don't think this will come as a surprise to anybody. My number one movie of 2022 is Top Gun Maverick. There you go. I truly have not seen a movie in years that made me stand up in the theater and cheer. Wow. And that one did. High praise. And a lot of people looked at me when I did. Um, <laughs> luckily, it was me, Dave, and three other people. Um, She's like, the movie just started. Sit down. <laughs> God. <laughs> Honestly, though, when he did the Black the black Star, uh, mm, you yep. haven't seen it yet. Uh, <laughs> The very opening, you have to have seen stills of this. The, yeah, it's the when they bolt. blow the t- roof off the thing, off the building, that little small building, I'm yes, guessing. Yes, 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 yes. And they only got one shot. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that scene alone, I was already like, all right, we're 11 minutes in, and I've seen, I've, I'm already, seen my ticket's paid to. for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my happiness could not be higher. Amazing. No, fair. Uh, I cannot argue with you. And I cannot agree with you either because I haven't seen it. <laughs> but it's still my honorable mention. All righty. We'll, we'll tweet these out. Yes. Mainly because mine's already written up. So, ha-ha. Perfect. You have to write yours. Yep. Um, all righty. Well, that will conclude our show this week unless you've got anything else you want to tackle. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, maybe we'll see Ant-Man for next time. I think it yeah, comes we've out got some catch, We've got some catching up to do. Uh, we definitely have ch- catching up to do. I don't but. think I have anything planned this weekend. I actually kind of plan on doing like a Sunday triple feature and going for a run in between each few weeks. Oh, shit. Because uh, I want to try and catch a couple things. Still haven't seen Avatar. Still haven't seen Wakanda Forever. Yep. Wakanda Forever's on Disney Plus now. Um, all right. That'll make that one easy. Yep. Um, need to see Ant-Man. There's Ant-Man a couple other and things. Avatar for me as well. What else is in theaters that we've missed? That, I don't know. We can, we'll yeah, have to we'll, talk we'll, about it. We'll yeah, break into that. But we'll be going back to the more traditional format starting next week. Um, you could argue this is a pretty traditional format. We just didn't do a movie. Didn't do a movie. Yeah. So uh, we'll switch back to also doing a movie. 
and we'll resume the Patreon content as well. If you are enjoying this, please like and subscribe. Hit the like button on YouTube. Yep, we're on YouTube uh, now. We're on Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. All HPR show or HPR underscore show, something of that nature. Yep. Um, and find us on YouTube now. Uh, like, subscribe, and tell a friend. That's the word I was missing. There you go. It took me a minute. But yeah, uh, word of mouth is the best way for us to travel on this because I am not yet paying for ads. <laughs> Fair. See you guys next time. Bye.